What's up? It's been a minute since we talked, huh? This is Sheena, your favorite host of Tending to the Badass Momcast. Uh, I needed a couple couple weeks to get myself back together, but we are back at it. And we are answering all the questions that you have been asking me about dating. Like, who wants to date me? <laughs> Nobody. But I'm going to get to it today. So stay tuned. on my Twitter a few weeks ago, um, just like a poll of you know what topics you guys wanted me to cover for the rest of season one, and the number one answer was dating. <clears throat> so, here we go. We'll talk about me and my dating and all the things in between. <laughs> so, for me, um, if you haven't, if you don't know, I have been divorced in the last uh, few years. Um, if you remember, if you followed me for any length of time, you know that I got married back in 2014 and everything was great. And then, boom, we popped up divorce. Um, we stayed pretty quiet about it. Um, we wanted to handle things nice and easy between the two of us. We got a lot of public attention, even between our families. Um, we felt like um, our marriage was pretty public and, you know, the whole process of getting there was pretty public. And then we kind of learned that, you know, people don't really care. They just want to see the pictures, but they don't really care how you're doing. So once we realized that, we kind of kept everything pretty quiet. So then I, um, we separated, we, you know, went our separate ways. And I kind of jumped into a relationship. And uh, it was way too soon, way too early to be um, at the level of that relationship that um, he wanted. So I decided, was like, you know, this is not for me and I don't want to hurt you. So let's stop this before it gets going too good. And that may have been just my own defense mechanism, but mm, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so um, ever since then, <clears throat> probably uh, over a year now, I've just kind of focused on being single. Like, what does it really look like to be single? And what does it look like to just, you know, do my own thing? <clears throat> So I went to therapy and my therapist really changed how I looked at relationships and dating and it was kind of eye-opening and she made me go on a man fast. She was like, no sex, no, you know, new relationships or anything for 60 days. And I think I'm at like 90 days at this point. That has become a very comfortable place for me. Um, really kind of keeping myself to myself. And it has been interesting because, you know, people find out you're single and they're like, oh my God, I want to be your boyfriend. It's like, slow down. I don't even know your name. (laughs) Chill out. Um, There are a lot of things to consider. So um, um, the first thing I had to consider was, was I ready for it? Am I ready to put myself in another situation where I have to do for the other person and are, you know, what does it look like to love me in return? So until I knew what love looked like to me, I had to kind of put the brakes on everything until I figured that out. Because you have this list of gender roles and you have this list of things that girls should do. And this is what a real woman does in a relationship. And this is what a real man does in a relationship. And you really have to consider, it's like, is that what I really want? What, is, what do I really want? You know, 
what are the things that I need for myself? What am I willing to put up? Not put, yeah, what am I willing to put up with? What am I willing to support as a person in a relationship? So that was like the number one thing, like what, what love looked like for me giving and for me receiving. And then um, realizing like a lot of people don't really, they're not there. They're not at the point where they're willing to voice their opinions on what they really love. They just, again, fall into this gender roles or this is what you should do in a relationship not considering what you want to do or how a relationship really looks to you. So um, I've kind of, I don't know, I've become like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Like I'll start some really, you know, this is really fun. You know, we exchange numbers, we'll go on a date, and then it's like, oh, I really don't like this person like I thought I did. Or, you know, there's some red flags. Like for a while, everything was a red flag. Oh, he, you know, this or, oh, you know. I don't know, he's, you know, fresh out of relationship, that's a red flag, there, he, you know, doesn't have a relationship with his kid's mom, that's a red flag, like, obviously, I was called the same person, but, you know, just everything became a red flag, and then I know myself, I'm extremely driven, so lack of motivation, you know, oh, I'm just chilling, I'm not doing anything, nah, I need, I need to go get her like myself, <laughs> so, again, learning things about myself, learning things about them, um, I've, found myself in this vicious cycle of you know get to know somebody get to like them and then then you don't like them and then we don't talk and so I had to kind of get myself out of that habit because it did it became a habit like oh you you I was ready I think for companionship I was ready for certain things and then once I got there it was like this ain't what I want and I was I'm, I'm constantly in a this is not what I want this is not what I want but I've been extremely vocal about it. Whereas in the past, it was just like, I can kind of deal with this. But really standing up for myself, even to myself, making it a boundary for myself, like you do not have to be in a situation you don't want to be in. And that is freeing in a way. Like, okay, you know what? I don't really like you as much as I thought. I'll talk to you later. Have a good life. You know? And it's not fair. And I've had a lot of guilt for like internally. Like, man, I ghosted the shit out of this guy. I'm, I'm low-key really sorry, but, I mean, I was not going to be what you wanted, and I know that you're not what I wanted. And I was even, like, vocal about, like, hey, this is not going to work. This is not what I want. And it's like, oh, well, you're not trying hard enough. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to try. I don't want to force it. I don't want to be in something I don't want to be in. If it doesn't flow natural, if it's not organic, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you're not gonna make me do it. You're not gonna make me feel guilty because I don't want to do it. So you really have to like be firm in that. And it's like, well, I can do this, and I can just like that's good. And I'm sure there will some be somebody who loves you to death for that. And but it just won't be me, kid. <laughs> it won't be me. So that has been one of the biggest things is you know, like I said, learning to stand up for yourself to yourself and really figuring out what you want out of a relationship and what you bring to the relationship. Uh, it's so easy to get wrapped up in material things or, you know, does this can this person afford a relationship? Or can what can this person buy me? But I'm very uh, secure in the thought that there's nothing that someone can buy me that 
I can't buy for myself. So buying me things is just not really something that I look for because, I'm, I mean, gifts are cool. Don't get me wrong if gift giving is your love language and that's what you like to do. And I'm cool if your love language is receiving gifts. Like, that's cool. But that's just not my love language. And um, for someone to, you know, have money or, you know, say, oh, I can buy you this or I can do this. Like, okay, that's cool. But what about the things that I actually need (laughs) out of a relationship? So love language is something that I'm really huge on. And then learning my love language and then speaking someone else's love language. Because love language, there's two parts to it. You know, you got to know what you want and what your language is, like how love speaks to you, and then how your partner receives love and what their language is and what speaks to them. So for me, my love language is words of affirmation and acts of service. Acts of service is easily my number one um, love language. I get very busy. I have have a thousand hats. (laughs) There are so many things that I'm involved in. So to know that someone is going to be like, hey, let me take this off your plate or let me make this decision for you. Let me do something that, you know, makes your to-do list a little bit lighter. That that means the world to me. So um, so I try to be very vocal in that, that, you know, my goals and my, my path is not going to change. This is going to be what it is. Just can you fit to that? And don't get me wrong. It's not all about me because I'm going to recognize your love language and I'm going to fit into that as well. And I'm very big on learning you and what your love language is and then meeting you there. When I'm not recording for attending to the Badass Momcast, I am running my small business, Sheenbala. Check out Sheenbala.com for some unique custom pieces that help express your uniqueness and beauty. We specialize in custom jewelry that express you as a person, as a friend, as a lover, as whatever you want to be expressed as. So check us out at Sheenbala.com and on all our social media pages, also at Sheenbala. And check us out on Thursday nights for Thursday Night Live on Facebook. So now that I am divorced and single and I have to consider the boys. And sometimes I feel like I will even use the boys as a crutch. Like if I... I'm very, oh, the boys, I can't leave the boys at home. I I try my best not to leave them at home for any long period of time. And their dad, he is a driver, so he um, is on the road. So if they're not with him, they're with me because we don't have a bunch of family here uh, where we live. So, you know, if they're home, I'm home too. (laughs) I would, you have to be really, really special to get me away from my kids um, to spend time and often it turns into, I don't have time to date. And after having a conversation with a friend recently, I I realized that that's definitely a crutch. That is something that I hide behind because I don't want to 
uh, I wasn't at the time ready to get into a relationship. So it was like, oh, I can't the kids. Oh, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I know I can't dedicate, you know, time because it does take time to get to know somebody. But um, the time is very, my, like, my time is very spontaneous. So to ask someone to be spontaneous with me while they're getting to know me is probably pretty aggravating. So instead of aggravating the hell out of somebody, I'll just, you know, hey, I can't, I'm not going to do it. You know, you know, please go on about your life because I am not going to be able to just get up and leave when you ask me to as much as I want to. And my kids are old enough to where I could probably do that. So that has been something that I've even considered reconsidering is to not use my kids as a crutch when it comes to spending time with other people. So um, now that that was something that I recognized in myself, there is the fact of boundaries. Like what what are my boundaries? What am I going to tolerate? And then respecting their boundaries. Um, You know, are they you know, what What that person needs from the relationship and where they may, you know, be faster or slower in needing things, whereas you might be, you know, ready for one thing and they're not. And having to respect that boundary. And I will say that until you respect your own boundaries, you'll struggle respecting others. I recently learned that for myself, there was, there is someone that I am very interested in and I would like to see it go faster than it is, but I had to kind of slow myself down and say, Hey, this person has boundaries and I have to respect that. And I know that I'll never get where I would want to be if I disrespect those boundaries. So it has even made me a little smarter in in my own boundary setting um, to say that you have to be responsible in where your boundaries are. And again, you can't respect someone else if you don't respect yourself. So I had to learn to pull my boundaries back out of the closet and say, hey, you know what? This person is right. This person is doing their selves justice. They don't want to jump into a situation with me or you know, anybody else, I'm assuming, without, you know, careful thoughts and careful processes of how they, you know, see themselves getting to where they want to get to. And that is something that I have to respect because without boundaries, you don't have respect without understanding what you do and do not want to do, what you are comfortable with, which you're not comfortable with until you understand that from yourself and from the other person you know, you run the risk of being unhappy. So um, that has just been something to consider is making sure that you're respecting your boundaries and the other person's boundaries as well. Um, Protect your space. Your space is your space. I know I'm very, I'm very protective of my home. My home is where me and my children live. So it's very rare that someone is going to come to my house because I can't run the risk of you being crazy and killing me and my children. That's one. And then I don't know what kind of energy you're bringing into my home. (laughs) They, you know, we all say spirits travel and energy travels, energy absolutely travels. So I don't want a negative energy in my space. And it's just that simple. Uh, I don't want my space invaded and home is where 
I can relax. You know, I can be me. So I'm very sensitive to who to who comes into my home. So that is something to consider. Like that would be definitely like a tip that I would say to other single moms is don't let anybody in your house. And that house can be lots of things. <laughs> if you want to read between all the lines. Um, be mindful of your space, protect your space, your mental space, your spiritual space. I'm, I'm not real big on inviting people to church either. So that is another space where I am myself. I can just be me. So like I see a lot of people say, oh, you know, would you invite someone to church as your first date? Probably not. Or as a date, we have to be like, you meeting my church family is like you meeting my family, family. So, and I'm, I'm dedicated to my church, you know, every Sunday, mostly every Sunday I'm there. I work there. I love my church family and everything that is involved with my church family, the building. I'm very respectful of the location and what we do as a church family. I love what my church represents. So... I'm very, very, very protective of that space. And then, I mean, we're, we can even cross into the relationship that I have with God. You know, I'm very protective of that as well. I don't want anything in between that, you know, especially anything outside. If, if the devil's in my mind, then that's one thing, but I'm not going to let the devil interrupt, you know, or, you know, some external force interrupt what relationship I have with God. That is the space that I protect very well. And then that's my children's space. Um, back to my house, you know, that is a place that they live. That is where they're comfortable. They can walk around with no pants. And I don't want anything negative around them. And speaking of my kids, um, again, my, my oldest son can be very, I don't want to call him clingy, but he'll like you. You know, if you're worth liking, he'll like you. And I don't want to, I wouldn't want to introduce someone to my kids. And then it's like, now my kids like you. And what if something happens between us? Oh, are they still, what's going to happen here? (laughs) Do do my kids still like you? I don't know. And then, you know, or y'all get close and then we break up and then you have to break up with my kids. And now everybody's heartbroken. And that is one of the most uncomfortable spaces to be in as a mom. Um, One time, my oldest son told me, he said, Mom, you know, like, it would be cool to have someone who likes me just for me and not likes me just because they like you or who deals with me just because they like you. And that threw up a huge wall for me because I had to protect my son and his feelings and his heart and to keep him away from anyone who thought that or anyone he thought was just close to him to be close to me. So it has maybe subconsciously made me like refrain from any situations because I can't, I can't have my kids hurt. I don't want their feelings to be hurt just because, you know, mama needs love too. And then on the flip side, it's like they know I would love for them to see companionship. I would love for them to see someone treat their mom right as an example of how they should treat the women in their lives as they get older. So it puts up a very, very weird situation. Um, but as like we have to be super serious to meet my kids. 
just especially like no one more than the other but Jackson is little and he he would love you you know you play toys or whatever he's going to be all into that and then even your kids um like me and my stepdaughter we had gotten really close and then it just kind of went away and I felt like I lost a child (laughs) so it was you know it's hard on both parties it's hard on the adults and it's hard on the kids so I'm not really you know if I don't think you're someone that is worth meeting my kids I'm not going to waste my time with you and it's not really personal but it's just what it is like I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to waste your time I'm not going to waste my time either To address the question of the hour, am I ready to date? I would say, I'd say yes. I, I'm i ready to date, but like, let's throw an asterisk at the top of that. Um, I am not looking to be a serial dater. I don't want to date a bunch of people. I really, I don't want to, I just want to date like one person. <laughs> and then be, you know, live happily ever after. <laughs> I, I mean, and that's true. I'm not going to laugh that off. That is true. Um, I still, I've been divorced twice. I still very much believe in love. I still very much believe in happily ever after. And now that I have gone through those things and I've gone through issues and even different types of relationships, friendships, um, coworkers, and then even like relationships with my family and my children, I'm going through therapy and the relationship with myself. Like, let me put that at the top of the list. Like the relationship with myself. Um, I'm in a much different place than I have been at any other point in my life. So I'm very aware of what I want. And I'm very aware of what I bring to the table. And knowing those things and being empowered enough to say, I don't want this and I, I don't want to do this or I do want this. And not being, um, you know, forced into a situation by anybody. Like, I don't have any, you know, anyone to please but myself and my partner. So, now that I am at a place in my life where I can honestly say I love who Sheena is and everything that Sheena is and that I recognize the faults that I've done and the, you know, the problems that I've had and, you know, how I've negatively impacted people, you know, in different varieties of relationships. I have worked to forgive myself for those things. And I'm much more a patient person at this point in my life. I'm much more calm And I have certain rules and boundaries that I set for myself. I refuse to argue. We can disagree all we want, but we won't raise our voice. We, I'm open to your opinion. You're open to my opinion. Um, I am who I am and you are who you are. And we're awesome together, but we don't make each other, you know? Um, So, yeah, I... I would like to think that I'm ready to date um, on my terms. (laughs) 
I mean, again, it's not all about me, but it, it is. It is. I'm not going to make someone suffer through me if they don't have to. Like, I don't. I want them to be with me because I love me and they see that. And I want to be with them because they love themselves. And I can recognize that someone that I can grow with, someone I can learn from, someone that is motivated, that has goals, um, that is handy tools. <laughs> I like to do stuff, so I need someone that's handy with tools. Uh, yeah, that's, that's me. I am. I'm ready to date. No, I'm not taking applications. <laughs> Again, because my rule is, when there comes to a point where that will be someone that I need in my life, God will put them there. And I won't have to question it, and I won't have to search it. The Bible never says, go searching for a husband. It just says, be ready, right? So I can't imagine a situation where I'm going hunting for some dude. <laughs> you can hunt for me, though, play it. <laughs> a little bit kidding, not kidding, a little bit kidding, a little bit. But, yeah, that's where we are. So I'm ready. Slowly but surely. Maybe next season we'll talk about my new boyfriend. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not telling you people anything. <laughs> Just kidding. Not kidding. just like to remind you of a few things um, remember your boundaries and keep those boundaries your boundaries are important and respect other people's boundaries protect your space with everything that you know and love all the spaces your mental space your physical space your everything protect it with everything you are not worth being so gullible or so vulnerable or open to attack. Uh, you're not meeting my kids, so don't even try it. Or my family. My mom, I don't know, maybe you should meet my mom. Because she has a really good judgment character. Character judgment? I don't know. Y'all know what I mean. So, if mama says no, then no. Uh, learn, lo learn your love language. That is probably the most important thing, I think, in... A relationship is knowing how to love your partner, not forcing the way that you feel comfortable loving them, but loving them the way they want. So if that means liking every single picture they post on social media, like it, love it, gas them in the comments. Um, you know, if they want you to take out the trash with your flip-flops on, do it. If they want, you know, flowers sent to their job once a week, then do that. Speak the language that your partner wants. If you really love somebody, how can you say, I don't wanna, I don't wanna love you the way you want to be loved? What type of person or what type of love do you think you're giving somebody by forcing them into just one way? And then on the other side of it, don't just accept whatever love is happening. Make sure that the way that the person loves you is what you want out of the relationship, out of the partnership that you guys have. Uh, have a hobby. Both of you have hobbies. You you can't make each other your hobby like that. That'll get old. 
you get tired of that person. And I know me, I'm going to get tired. I have 7,000 things to do in a single day. Like the last thing I want is you to be a hobby or me to be a hobby. I want you to be my safe space. I want you to be where I can settle down and talk about like all the ridiculous stuff that happened or I want to talk about all the other stuff that I've learned during the day and I don't want you to be like a pet and I don't want to be your pet oh what else did we talk about okay yeah I'm I'm ready today but again I'm not taking applications uh what God has for me is for me (laughs) and we're just gonna leave that out I will talk to you guys probably in a few days. I took a couple weeks off after the passing of my grandmother. And we got a couple of more episodes in season one. Season two is going to be really exciting. So I'll give you guys a sneak peek into season two. We are all about businesses. So my my true love, my baby baby in my heart is business. So I want to open the floor to give other entrepreneurs a platform to talk about how they started their business and to share some of their entrepreneurial um, genius with us in season two. So in season two we will feature a different business owner every single week even if we have to do 15 and 20 episodes I really want to open the platform up to my business owners to talk about how your business impacts your life and um, see what we can't grow here at 10 and 2 the badass Momcast. I will catch you guys next time bye bye